Welcome to Detour to Neverland, where you are the author of your own Disney story. There's a lot of satisfaction in developing ideas into realities. And you can find magic in your everyday life. If you do what you really want to do, you feel like you're playing. How can you write your first chapter today? Dreams are how we figure out where we want to go. Life is how we get there. I'm headed this way. We're your hosts, Brendan and Catherine. Welcome back to Detour to Neverland. Today is episode number 334. Thank you so much for joining us today. And this is the moment that we've been waiting for for a very, very long time. Spider-Man No Way Home comes out officially this Friday, but screening, of course, happens on Thursday. And then I think the actual movie premiere is today as of today of this recording on Monday. So it's finally here. Can you believe it? I mean, I do feel like we've been talking about this for quite a while. I don't know if everyone else shares our excitement. I don't know if I even share your excitement, but I mean, we're pretty hyped up. So this episode is just going to be us sharing our thoughts, opinions, theories, what we're expecting out of this movie beforehand. So this is before we've seen it. If you're listening to it in the future after this movie's been long and gone out and released, this is beforehand. Next episode will be our reaction afterhand. We are seeing it on Thursday evening. So as long as we might have to go on like a social media quarantine to not get spoiled because media sees it tonight and then there might be some other pre-screenings happening. So we just have to make it till Thursday. But don't you think that the media who attends these types of events have to sign like a NDA or something? I mean, are they allowed to talk about it after they see it this far in advance, like before the general public? No, they're not allowed to. But what happens is they tell their buddy and then that buddy tells a buddy and then you know, it just unravels and then it gets to IGN or comicbook.com or... But isn't that the whole point of a do not, like, talk about it? Yes, I'm just saying they don't... It Stuff always comes out beforehand. Well, that's true. Or they'll be like, no spoilers, and then they'll tell something that you can read between the lines on what happened. Oh. You know? How shady. Yeah. Okay, so... We have a list of questions or topics that we'd want to discuss before heading into this movie and i think let's knock out the big one the gigantic one very first do we think that the spider-mans from previous sony series so the andrew garfield spider-man and the toby mcguire spider-man will show up in this one all roads are pointing towards yes are we setting ourselves up for a letdown though we always do this as far as setting ourselves up to be let down. But I do think after everything that we've heard, like on set, weren't they calling this like the spider madness or something? I don't know. Something in relation to multiverse of madness. Uh, Didn't you hear that? Wasn't that a thing? Yeah, but I can't remember the term that they were using. I don't remember either, but I just feel like it has to be building up to something big before we actually get the multiverse of madness. Like, this is setting it up. Well, so that's another topic point that we have is, is this setting up Multiverse of Madness or is Multiverse of Madness already set up previously from WandaVision and Loki? Do you think this leads directly into it? Is there 
Like, is it already done? I guess having Doctor Strange in this one leads you to believe that it will have at least some impact on multiverse. Yes. Now, I don't know if they're going to reference anything that already happened in WandaVision or the Loki series. Maybe they all combine that way. You know, like how people could time the Loki and the WandaVision episode to be together. Maybe this is part of it. Like maybe it's all ripped open within the same time frame. And that's what's happening. Could be. So you're, I just want to hear you officially say, you think that Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield are in this movie? Yes, I already said yes. Okay, I just want to make it clear. I do think Tobey Maguire has got to be ancient at this point, right? I mean, he was old when he was in the original ones. So so. we can't actually believe that he's a teenager anymore, correct? I mean, there's no way he's still like a 16-year-old kid. He's still got kind of like a baby face, though. I've got to see a picture of this guy. But that's the only thing that I'm worried about is if they bring in these other Spider-Mans. I'm team Peter Parker. No, I guess not. They're all Peter Parker. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> I guess I'm team. Tom Holland. <laughs> I almost said Tom Hiddleston. I Too many people. Lots of Toms. It's, and he doesn't look like a, a Tom. He looks <laughs> like a Peter he? Parker. I don't know. My goodness. It's a Monday for you, huh? It's been a Monday. And I am a little nervous. How are they going to split up the time? Are they just going to be there in the background? Are they all going to have to work together? I mean, I guess they have to work together. They're all Spider-Man. So Andrew Garfield has been emphatic that he is not in this movie. Really? Do you believe him? No. Hmm. Do you believe him? I almost think they are going to be in it, but I think it's going to be much less than what we want or what we're expecting. Like You think they might just swoop in at the last minute? Could be an end credit scene. Could be, yeah. Could be just one little scene at the end. But I don't think they're going to be in it for a very lengthy amount of time. Okay. I mean, I would still be okay with it as long as I get to see all of them together. Do you think they're all going to be in the same suit or do they all have their They all have different their own, suits. They're, di- they're different suits. Hmm. But no Miles Morales in this. I mean, technically, I'd, he's Spider-Man. I would love it if Miles Morales showed up, but I don't. I don't think we're quite there yet. But we know because his uncle is Donald Glover. I mean, Miles has to exist in this universe. But you know, I don't know. You know, then we also have the Spider Verse, the animated movies going on. You know, does that eventually play into it as well? Probably in a lesser so event but it would be cool to see it just bust completely wide open and see everybody crossing over and part of it i guess i will i will agree i do think andrew and toby are in it i would just say i would be willing to bet they're less than five minutes each and if there's one of them more than the other i think toby mcguire is in it more than andrew garfield i mean i hope so do you think kirsten dunst or emma stone Make it in there. Okay, so here's everybody's unasked for opinions about these two movies. I do not care at all if Kirsten Dunst is in it. I thought she was terrible. I I don't know how she has a Hollywood career, to be honest. <laughs> I You need to go watch her in Tower of Terror. Maybe that's her. No, I feel like that's even worse. Based off of what we've heard from Tower of Terror, it's got to be even worse. Emma Stone... 
I that was my biggest problem with the entire movie is that Brendan let me watch both movies and the Amazing Spider-Man, the Amazing Spider-Man, and never told me that she died. And I got very emotionally attached. It felt like another Peggy and Captain America moment, and I was not okay. So I feel like for that reason, I don't know if I'd be happier or more sad to know that she's not there. Like, I don't know if it would be fair to just like put her in there to tease the amazing Spider-Man or I don't know what I'm supposed to call him because they're all Spider-Man. Andrew Spider-Man. Andrew Spider-Man. Andrew, Tom and Toby Spider-Man. That's how we're distinguishing from here on out. Oh my goodness. Tom Hiddleston. Apparently, <laughs> I, I was going to say, I don't know if I can keep all these names straight. But I feel like that would almost be too much of a tease because he can't stay in this reality. Like he has to go back. So just to like throw her in his face, I feel like wouldn't be fair. I'd be very upset. Yeah. Okay. So now let's talk about who are the Sinister Six. I guess, first of all, are we agree in agreement that they are putting together a Sinister Six? They're all there. It's in the preview. Well, but we're missing one. Who are we missing? Well, so we can count them. We okay. have we have Doc Ock, we have Green Goblin, we have Electro, we have Sandman, and we have Lizard. Lizard Man? Lizard. Catherine refuses to just call him Lizard. He's a Lizard Man. No. If anything, he's Dr. Lizard to you. Well, that's, that's even worse. Lizard Man. So the question is, who is the sixth? Could it be Vulture? Coming back? Because he was in one of them, correct? He was in Homecoming. In Homecoming. So, yeah. And we know he's still around because he was in the trailer for Morbius, which comes out soon, right? Pretty soon. I don't know. So, I'm going to go with Vulture. Vulture has to be the sixth. Is there any other combination that it possibly could be? Like, what other Spider-Man villains are there? Well, I mean, so this leads into a, another story of, do we get a new villain? Do we get, finally, a Hobgoblin? Or you could get Hobgoblin from the Amazing Spider-Mans, that that version of Harry that becomes the Hobgoblin. I didn't like that. Or someone could say that Ned might turn bad. In some comic book series, Ned turns bad, and he turns into a version of the Hobgoblin. I don't think you can get behind that do you no i'm not behind that at all i know you are yeah but i'm not so i my pick is going to be vulture as far as the one that we have not seen watch they'll just leave it at five and it won't be the sinister six it'll just be five villains that would be (laughs) semi-infuriating to not have all six yeah which one are you most excited to see i'm gonna say electro because i did like his backstory the most when we were watching The Amazing Spider-Man. And you even mentioned that Jamie Foxx was only coming back to play that character again if he got an overhaul to not be like the lame, nerdy guy he was in love with Spider-Man. So I'm interested to see kind of his revamp. And I'm also excited to see him look like the Spider-Man, not the Spider-Man, but the villain in like the Universal ride. That's interesting that that's what you want. But I mean, I just think it'll make sense to have him match up because when you ride the ride, he's not blue, he's yellow, and now he's going to be yellow. And maybe now he's going to be cooler. Now, I don't necessarily think we're going to get a whole backstory on all these villains because I feel like that's just a lot. But 
Well, there's obviously know. something that happens where they're all, or at least some of them are different than how we previously saw them. Specifically Electro. He's obviously different. Well, and some of them are alive. Doc Ock is alive, for one. And uh, Norman Osborn is alive. So something has happened, and they're not going to be just like straight in from the old movies, I don't think. Mm-hmm. I'm most excited to see Doc Ock. I mean, I think he's going to be the main one that we see, at least from the trailer. That's what it seems like. So who do you think is the scariest? I mean, the scariest is always Green Goblin. See, so I think he's going to be the main one. You think? Mm-hmm. Well, especially because if we lean into your prediction that Ned is going to be bad, who is no, going... No, 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 no. That was just a theory. I didn't say I believe in it. Don't say it's a prediction. Oh, your theory that Ned could be bad. I mean, it would have to be Green Goblin that convinces him to do that, right? I mean, how else does Ned just become bad? Gets jealous of Peter. Or his breakup with Betty drives him that way. You know, I think Ned is going to mess up. I think that's maybe uh, that I feel like I'm confident in saying that is that Ned will mess up something. He might leak some information out to the Daily Bugle or, you know, make a deal with someone that he shouldn't. But I think it's kind of set up that Ned is going to do something wrong. Whether he goes full villain. I would lean towards probably not, but I think it's possible. But I don't think he necessarily has to be under the wing of the Green Goblin to be the Hobgoblin or some version of that. I guess I just always associate the two because in the other two Spider-Man movies, they're related. Yeah. Like always. Yeah. We also don't know who Ned's parents are. That's true. Maybe his parents are villains. We don't know. I guess that leans into another thing that we've talked about before is we don't really know a whole lot about anybody. We don't know anything about Aunt May. We don't know much about MJ or Ned or Tom's Peter Parker. Yeah, or Uncle Ben or his parents. So I think this movie has to, or I guess has to is not the right word. I really think that it should lean heavily into his backstory. You know, do you think we're too far in for that to take place though? Um, uh, no. And the reason why is I think he's got the perfect person there to help him do it in Dr. Strange. You know, if he wants to have a conversation with uncle Ben again, or to replay something with his version of uncle Ben or his parents, then Dr. Strange could help him do that. But I I just feel like, especially after watching the other two series, we need something to lean back on. And it's almost like they've intentionally left out Uncle Ben. And that is such a major plot point for Andrew and Toby's Spider-Man. And you'd almost think that Tom's Spider-Man needs something like that to drive him. Especially... Now with the void of Tony Stark in his life. Mm. You know, we dealt with that a little bit in Far From Home, but they were so close. I don't think he's going to be over it anytime soon. Do you think that's why we never got an Uncle Ben is because they kind of filled that with Tony? Could be. So maybe that's the person that he loses instead of Uncle Ben? Well, no, I think I think we're not even done losing people. You know who I think will die in this one? Don't say it. 
happy. I'm not okay with that. Has John Favreau said anything like that? That this is it for him? Like, has he alluded to anything? No, he's too smart to, like, I mean, he knows what's at stake more than anybody when he produces and directs his own movie. He wouldn't dare cross Kevin Feige and leak something like that, you know, or make a mistake of saying that to the press. But I, you know, it's interesting. This, this Peter that we have right now is, we know the least amount about him. But but, I do feel like he's the most lovable. Well, that's just Tom Holland's effect, I think. But he is lovable. He is. Um, so next question we have is, is this, this theory has kind of died down, it seems like, in the community, but is it the real Doctor Strange? So when that very first teaser trailer came out and Doctor Strange was performing the spell for Peter to erase everybody knowing that he was Spider-Man, Everybody said, like, well, that's not Doctor Strange. Like, he's not acting like him. He's not talking like him. That's not something that he would do. It seems like that kind of chatter has died down. I don't know. Do you, what are you feeling now? Well, we did just recently watch Doctor Strange. So we have been on this insane movie marathon that we have just recently put into Overdrive. I think over the past two days, we've watched like five movies. I mean, honest to goodness, because we are just racing against the clock to watch all of these. And I do find it odd watching the original Doctor Strange versus seeing Doctor Strange in some of these previews that, I mean, he was pretty anti-messing with time. Now, obviously he did, like even in the first movie, but he still got to have some sort of like moral compass or like he has to know what's at stake messing with that kind of stuff so i don't know what peter parker said to him to make him change his mind but i don't know i do think it's the real doctor strange i guess that's my roundabout way of saying it but it is an odd thing for him to do to just be like oh yeah whatever you want let's reverse the timeline yeah there's got to be something more to him because it's not something that he would just willy-nilly do no he's very serious i mean that's just kind of his character especially not for peter i mean i guess we haven't really seen their full interactions you know through the mcu but they don't seem they don't look to be that close like they don't have many run-ins before no we haven't quite made it to the very end part yet of like their relationship and like losing Tony and everything. We haven't gotten that far yet in our movie marathon. But we have seen that before. Well, I know. I'm just saying, I'm, I don't know if anything else is going to stand out. As far as like, oh, maybe he takes him in under his wing because he feels bad for him or something. Yeah. I will be disappointed if it's just like, it's a scroll. No, 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 no. I'm going to stop you right there because I'm not having any of that. You won't believe that anybody's a scroll? No. I just, no, that more than anything will make me so mad. Okay, so does um, Nick Fury show up in this? Because we know he's been switched with Talos for some period of time. Do they do any of that in this movie or does it wait until like Secret Invasion? The only thing that I could see is if the timeline or like the multiverse really is completely ripped open after this movie that maybe Nick Fury would come back because he's mad at everybody for screwing everything up. 
that seems kind of like his role in all of this, but they, they also might just keep him away. I guess that is something that I wondered is like, who else could they possibly throw at us in this movie? Like, are there going to be other little Avenger cameos from anyone? Like who could possibly show up at this point? Uh, I mean, Loki could make sense if he Kang could make sense. I mean, basically anybody from the Loki series could make sense. Mm-hmm. Wanda in theory could make sense. My prediction is Wanda is the end credit scene. I will absolutely lose my mind. I'm just throwing that out there. I think that leads straight into multiverse of madness. Do you think, so here's the other weird thing is that I wish we could wait and record this on Wednesday after Hawkeye has come out, but this is in between episode five and six for Hawkeye. Do you think that's intentional? I'm going to say no, but I don't know because I mean, I guess if we think about Hawkeye for just a second, I don't want to talk about Hawkeye too much, but this is set after the snap and everything, obviously, because Natasha is no longer with us. So, I mean, could this be along the same lines as like Loki and Wanda and now No Way Home or Far From Home? Which one is this? This is No Way Home. My goodness, they all sound alike. I mean, is this all within the same little time period? Yeah, I got it. So Far From Home happens right after Endgame. Because it happens like before Wanda in her epic meltdown. Yes. And I've seen a visual timeline before. They're all sandwiched right there near each other. Obviously, Loka, Loka, <laughs> Loki and WandaVision happen at the same time. Yes. Falcon and Winter Soldier, I think maybe happens right before both of those. I mean, because they make no mention of it. If I don't, unless I forgot something. So I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, I think they're all right there in the same timeline. Think we'll see Bucky or Sam? I don't know. Like, what role do they have in all this multiverse stuff? Do they have a role? Well, I mean, I think the most obvious thing that they are pointing towards is the Young Avengers. So you kind of have, you've got the multiverse going on, and then you have the Young Avengers going on at the same time. And you think... At least one of them or both of them is leading towards secret invasion. But then you also have the Marvels like taking shape. We're going to get the Miss Marvel series soon. And then Kamala Khan will team up with Carol Danvers and presumably, um, well, what is her name? Monica Rambo. Ooh, I would go for a Monica Rambo cameo. I mean, she needs to be in everything. And, uh, Agent Wu, he's hilarious. Both of them. I vote that they're sandwiched in here somewhere. What about Darcy? Uh, I mean, she's all right. I thought she was very good in WandaVision, but I don't think she's as good as Monica or Agent Wu. I guess the other question is now that Doctor Strange is fresh on our mind, is that that is kind of unresolved as well. Because the end credit scene is Mordo saying that there's too many sorcerers. And they'll say he's going to start hunting them down. So Mordo has to come back at some point. You know, is it now? Is it Multiverse of Madness? Is it even longer into the future? 
Uh, see, this is the thing. I'm glad we're watching all these Marvel movies again because it is interesting to see how they do really call back to these end credit scenes. But at the same time, they plant these little seeds so far in advance that I, me and my little brain cannot remember everything. We need, we're talking Excel spreadsheet worthy right now where we need to keep all these things. I know. Because it's a lot. So I guess maybe my question is, at the end of this one, do you think they tie the Sony verse like back up with a nice little bow to keep them separate? Or are they going to like, will it will at the end of this, will it be done? And we know like we will never see Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield again. We will never see J Jonah Jameson again, or will they leave, you know, a little hint that maybe we can get them to in the future. I would like to think this is their way of tying it up with a little bow. And I say that because, again, in the trailer, Doctor Strange is talking about how, like, their doom or their downfall is that they have to die because of Spider-Man. And I feel like whether or not our Tom, Peter Parker, and Spider-Man are able to kill them and get rid of them, somehow they're all going to have to leave. Yeah. See, this leads me into my other theory. I think Doc Ock is helping Peter. In this one. He didn't look it in the trailer. Well, I think that's before he knew that it wasn't his Peter. But why would he care? I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, do villains actually care which Spider-Man they're trying to defeat? Or do they just see Spider-Man? I don't know. I mean, the other weird thing is that there were... They did press the other day, and Willem Dafoe, who plays Green Goblin said that in this version, Greek Goblin comes and he like has a purpose. Like he, he is not just there to beat people up. Like he has a methodology to him. So it could almost be Doc Ock and Green Goblin working with our Peter and maybe the other Peters as well. And maybe they're fighting. You know, maybe it, like one scenario I think could be Doc Ock, Green Goblin, maybe one more are helping the Spider-Man defeat Electro, Sandman, and Lizard. Lizard man. Lizard. I guess, because because now I'm thinking, do you think that maybe because they all know that they have to die in their universe, that they're trying to escape into this one so that they don't have to die? Like, do you think that's why they want to be there in the first place? I don't know. Because each of them are very interesting. I mean, if you're taking it out of the movie standpoint, I almost think that the Green Goblin, they will not and cannot mention Harry because James Franco is not a good person. And, like, I don't feel like they want to shine any light on that or, like, leave any uh, discrepancies of could James Franco show up, you know? Mm-hmm. But if you also think about Doc Ock's storyline, like his wife was very important to him. So do you think they're all there looking for like something that they lost? Could be. I don't know. The other thing, and you mentioned like they all, all of their fate is to die at the hands of Spider-Man. You know, maybe the reason why that troubles him so much is because Ned is bad. And he doesn't want to have to kill Ned. I feel like that would just tear him apart. Exactly. That's a (laughs) a perfect plot point in a movie. 
again, I don't think Ned will be bad, but you never know. You never know. Okay, we have not talked about MJ yet. Because I honestly don't know what to say about her. Because again, I feel like we don't know a ton about her. I think that's why I liked Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man so much is because I felt very connected to Gwen. Like she had a lot going for her and then they just killed her off. And like I said, I'm not okay with it. This MJ, I like her, obviously. I mean, who doesn't like Zendaya? But there's not a huge connection to her. You don't think? I don't. I mean, what do you think about her? Uh, I mean, you also have to remember you haven't watched Far From Home. Like, that's going to be the last thing that we watch. That's true. Before going into this. So. If we make it there. We are making movie it there. marathon. Who needs sleep? Not us, apparently. You can take PTO for one day if you need to so we can watch movies. Oh, my gosh. No. <laughs> um, But. There, I think that develops her character a little bit more in Far From Home. But I guess we have the scene where in the trailer where she's falling and a hand reaches out to get her. Now, the fan theory is, is that maybe that hand is Andrew Garfield's hand because he's trying to redeem himself because he couldn't catch Gwen. Now. So do you think he's more mad at himself or mad at... Goblin or Electro for that? Like, who do you blame for Gwen's death? Both of them. Both villains? Yeah. I mean, probably Hobgoblin more than anything. Yeah. Harry. Screw that guy. You're not a fan of him? No. I mean, I I would doubt if he shows up, but he was kind of weak. Yeah, I didn't like him. Electro could have carried that movie by himself. They didn't need it. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Because I think that's something we maybe would have seen something redeeming if the Amazing Spider-Man 3 ever got made. And so this may be the opportunity where they kind of wrap up the Amazing Spider-Man's story arc. If he gets to be the one to save In less than five minutes. (laughs) If he gets to be the one to save MJ, then like maybe that's enough for him to move on. Are you ready to move on from Gwen? Never. What? So what hurts more? Sorry, I'm not going to. Natasha or Gwen? Oh, I'm probably Natasha. I had a much longer standing history with Natasha. But I was quite upset. Like, I thought I just kept waiting for her to wake up. And I was finally like, Brendan, is she dead? And you had to tell me yes. Like, what the heck? And you wanted me to tell you beforehand. I would have much rather known ahead of time. Like I said, I was very invested. The whole I love you with this, in the webs on the bridge, that was very cute. So you believe that MJ will be alive at the end of this movie? I sure as heck hope so. Do you believe Ned will be alive at the end of this movie? I hope so. Do you believe Happy? <laughs> I, I want real answers. Do you think Happy will be alive at the end of this movie? I mean... I hope so. I I don't know what else to say. Like, what's the point of killing off Happy, of all people? Because it would hurt Peter. Whereas one person, and probably if someone got mad about this, they already turned this off. Mysterio could be the sixth. Mysterio. Where would I know him? Jake Gyllenhaal from Far From Home. Oh, 
Oh, how did we forget about him? I guess because you haven't watched it yet. You're also anti Jake Gyllenhaal because of Taylor Swift now. Correct. Aren't we all? Shouldn't everybody be anti Jake Gyllenhaal? I'm indifferent. No, you're anti. Screw that guy too. <laughs> you hurt Taylor Swift. Who hasn't hurt Taylor Swift? <laughs> Who among us has not hurt Taylor Swift? Any other thoughts on No Way Home? Will it live up to the hype? Is it possible yes. for it to live up to the hype? Yes. I am just going to go into it thinking it has to live up to the hype. We've waited too long for this. So I want you to list your top three to five Marvel movies now so that in the next episode, you can tell us if it upseats any of them. Oh my gosh, five. Okay, now you're going to have deposits so I can make a list. After a 20-minute break, Catherine finally has her list. <laughs> that was so hard. Oh my God, I can't believe this. Okay, now I have to say, I did not include Endgame or Infinity War because I honestly can't remember them apart and I truly don't think I liked them because of all the... Death. Uh, yeah, just all the sadness. <laughs> so... I'm going to count them back. Number five, I went with Guardians of the Galaxy. Number four, Shang-Chi. Number three, Thor Ragnarok. We just watched it yesterday and it was very funny. Number two, Avengers Civil War. Because I get to see Wanda You mean Captain America Civil War? Oh. I guess so. You mean Ultron? No, no, no. I didn't mean Ultron. I think I put the Avengers and then I changed my mind to go with Civil War. So I think I just put the Avengers Civil War, because they're all in there. Captain America Civil War. Correct. And then, number one, Captain America, the first Avenger. Mm, interesting. Peggy. We have a lot of the same ones. Number five, Shang-Chi. Number four, Black Panther. Number three, Guardians of the Galaxy. Number two, Infinity War. And number one, Thor Ragnarok. Mm, okay. So I don't, I don't know. Can this surpass any of those? Like, I mean, would we have ever thought that Shang-Chi would have made our top five? No. Both of ours. Where's Eternals on your list? Haha. Uh -huh. Yeah. I, it's hard for me to imagine that it'll be better than Shang-Chi. I guess we never know. Something crazy I could almost, happen. I almost put Shang-Chi ahead of Black Panther. I thought about it. Mm-hmm. But I did like that. Shuri is very funny. Yeah. She was kind of, it was understated, but she had me laughing a lot too. Yeah. We all, we obviously both uh, gravitate towards funny ones. That's why Ragnarok and Guardians both made it. Well, I think it's just nice to break up the action with some humor. Because I'm not like a huge action movie person, even though this is very hard for me because I do like all of these movies. It's just nice to get that comedic relief. Yeah. So my last question for you is, will there be anything from this movie that makes it into Avengers Campus at California Adventure? Ooh. Because everything before has had a reaction from Avengers Campus. And even the shows, it's happened for all of them. Yeah, I mean, it'd be cool if they would include like some of the Sinister Six, if they could do that out there. Now, I don't know. Does What if they have Lizard? Oh, my God, I would die. I would. I think I would book a trip like the next day. If we wake up and there's a Lizard Man oh in gosh. Disneyland, we'll be getting on a plane. 
Sorry, Christmas in Tennessee. We are going to California. I mean, Doc Ock would be the coolest, right? Or Green Goblin? Green Goblin would be quite scary. Mysterio would be cool if he's in this movie. I think a lot of these, too, could even just play into, like, Halloween. We had talked about before how DCA was talking about doing more, like, adult-themed things. I mean, some of these villains are pretty scary if they were to add some of them to, like, a Halloween, like, villains kind of night. I don't know. But they could even have, like, a secondary Spider-Man show. Because they already do the one with the flips and everything. Maybe they do another one with some of these guys. Unless they're all, unless they end up being good or something, then that would kind of ruin the show. I could see them doing something like MJ and Ned going out there and meeting. Oh, yeah, that would be, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. It wouldn't be super showy, but it'd be cool. Yeah, I don't know. So I mean, I, there is obviously a lot of Spider-Man there, so I would be shocked if they didn't add a little something to Avengers Campus. Yeah. So any other thoughts? I mean, so you think it's going to be worth the hype? You think we're not going to be let down? They're going to deliver. I think I think they're going to deliver. When it's all said and done, will this one of or Multiverse of Madness be better? You know I'm biased. Because Wanda will be in that Because Wanda's going to be in that one. I might have to get my Halloween costume back out so I can wear it to the preview. Would you be embarrassed to be seen with me if I dressed up? (laughs) No. Or Thor Love and Thunder. It's the other one that could be cool. I hope that one's funny, like Ragnarok. That's kind of where we ended, like, after watching that movie. It's just like, oh, I hope um, Taika... Taika. Watiti comes back and directs that one, so it's funny again. He is. He is the director. Oh, yeah. You looked it up, didn't you? Yeah. And has Korg, so. Oh, my gosh. You and and freaking Korg. Korg might be the best character in the entire MCU. Could be. Who's going to debate me? Me. Who's the best character? Wanda. Will you ever get over your obsession with WandaVision? Never. Well, not even WandaVision. Just Wanda herself. Nope. Is it more about Wanda or is it Elizabeth Olsen? To be determined. (laughs) Are they synonymous? It's the same. They're one and the same. Okay. So hopefully you enjoyed our rambling going into this movie. You can't tell we are very excited for this. This has dictated a lot of conversations in our household. So we can't wait to share our thoughts after we see this movie on Thursday. We'll probably wait a little bit to give everybody some time before talking about it. It will be a spoiler filled review. So yes. Make sure don't you listen s- if you don't want that. Yeah. So make sure you see it soon. I hope you're all able to get tickets to be able to see it. And here we go. Into like, the multiverse. The Spider-Verse. The Spider-Verse. So thank you guys so much for listening. And we will chat with you real soon. Thank you for listening to Detour to Neverland. Make sure you subscribe and leave us an iTunes review if you enjoyed the show. Between episodes, you can find us on Instagram at Detour to Neverland or visit DetourToNeverland.com. We appreciate you letting us be part of your day. See you real soon.